Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nap time. Brought to you by Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge, just off 680 and 48th Street, next to Cubby's. It's Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge. So, John, I don't think we've had this conversation yet, and this was a question that was originally posed by Mr. Gary Sharp. Okay. Who, again, if you're who just tuning here. in, who does work here? If you're just tuning in, uh, Gary I know is him. on his way. I know to, him. You, you know him. I know I him. Know Jimmy him. knows him. He was at the movie last he night. He was at the movie last night. He walked in two fisting, uh, and then I realized that he was holding the beer for Connor. Um, Connor gets that kind of treatment. He does? Yeah. Connor gets really? that kind of treatment. He had a big, tall. Uh, That's called mentoring. Yeah. It is. It is. And, and good on Gary to, uh, to help out. I, I young don't know Connor. if Connor needs any mentoring on drinking beer. I don't know if. No, they made me jealous because, you know, Jimmy and I, we walk in with our, what was it, just a 16-ouncer? Just kind of one of your... uh, A standard beer. Yeah, your standard size beer. Uh, Shout out to Dan the Wiser, Kincaider Brewing. Good stuff. Uh, They came in with another one of my favorites, the Fairy Nectar from Cross Train, and it was a a big boy. And it made me jealous the entire movie. I wanted to... I just couldn't find the the break in the action to go down to the sidebar and get a uh, Fairy Nectar, but... Either way, it sounded like the guys enjoyed it. But everybody, you know, well, that means we need to do another was, movie thing. We do need to do another movie thing. It was a total rookie move on my part. Uh, I don't know your thoughts on this, but Gary's always said, "Okay, we as we get into spring ball, we got to start uh, basically uh, choosing our weapon or choosing our our quarterback. Are you Team Casey or are you Team Sims?" So before I give you Athlon's uh, yeah. Big Ten quarterback rankings. What team, and again, this doesn't have to do with who's going to be available in the spring. This comes down to who you feel either will or should be the starter in game number one, that Thursday night when we kick off the full slate of college football on Labor Day weekend, the Thursday night affair with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Who should be the starting quarterback? Well, it's purely ignorance on my part, but... Like, I've seen Casey Thompson play a bunch of football in a Nebraska uniform at this point. Mm-hmm. Played an entire season. You'll forgive me for not watching very much Georgia Tech football. Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> After he's done with so, uh, UNO women's basketball, he'll sit in the cave and yeah. start diving in. The only thing I know about Jeff Sims is that his completion percentage is a lot lower than I would like to see out of my starting quarterback. Yep. All that matters. I've I've seen Casey Thompson play. I know what he can do. And I think he's pretty good. I think he's 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 shown good leadership. See where you're going. He he's been effective. See where you're going. I mean, I for me, if if you're asking me to choose today, I it's choose Casey today. Thompson. Okay, and you and I are both uh, on team Casey. Jimmy's been uh, uh he's been quiet on this one. Jimmy hasn't really That's true. Uh, stepped on one side of the line. Yeah, this is where you throw out something random, like I go Harbert. No, uh, no. I'm, I'm, hey, 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 hey. Matt Rule said he kind of likes Heinrich Harbert. <laughs> huh? I mean, 
probably the name. It's pretty cool. Uh, uh, no, I. Uh, in all seriousness, I, I do think until proven otherwise, Casey Thompson has to be the guy. Well, with that, the competition is going to be a lot of fun to keep an eye out on, though, because you just don't know. Which is why I laugh when they put out the lines for games when you don't know yeah. what the hell it's going to look like. like uh, either team, especially that position, and knowing that you have decisions that are, are going to be made, and, and even the guy who starts the season may not be the guy who ends the season, whether it be injury or just overall performance. So, yeah, I, I mean, I the fact that Nebraska is. According to FanDuel, a seven-point favorite against Colorado is okay. And this Whatever. is actually why I'm excited to have the guy we're going to have on in an hour, uh, JD, on from on three because he played for Matt. Mm-hmm. He knows, and so they had a nice visit, uh, as the older folk like to say, and they talked about you know kind of what's going on and, and what to expect. We're looking for anything of insight as to what it's going to look like because until we see it, all we can do is speculate and yeah. kind of guess. The Athlon quarterback rankings in the Big Ten. And to your point, too, Jimmy, real quickly before I give you these rankings, the thing that kind of stinks about the spring, because there's going to be such great competition, we know the scholarship number right now, I mean, it's going to be the thinning of the herd. Mm-hmm. It has to be. But and Furs has said as much about what it needs to be. Yeah, it's going to be very good competition. The one area that I think we all wanted to start seeing that competition commence is quarterback, too. And, you know, KC is going to be very limited on what he can do, where you're not going to get a full evaluation or full, like, you know, back and forth between these two guys. But, hey, what does that mean for guys like Logan Smothers or Heinrich Harburg? Huh? Oh, and by the way, there's that guy by the name of Chubba Purdy that mm-hmm. nobody talks about, but also a guy that's going to be limited. So, anyway, uh, According to Athlon, your number one quarterback is J.J. McCarthy. I don't think anybody would really disagree with that, right? Michigan, he's a quarterback, very good. Number two would be for returning for his uh, 12th season, Talia Tagovailoa with Maryland, which I believe uh, Talia was starting when Zach Lee was starting for Nebraska. Okay. Uh, Kyle McCord for Ohio State is at number good three. Reach, by the way. Who's never played. Thanks. Right. But you just go off of reputation on that one. Uh, Drew Alar from Penn State. Also not played. Right. Uh, not to be confused with Kevin Mala. Kevin Mala, who uh, jams out with Bronson Arroyo. Uh, Tanner Mordecai from Wisconsin at number five, which, hey, good for you, Wisconsin, and Luke Fickle of having a quarterback in the top half of Tanner's any third school. Uh, I believe so, yes. SMU, yeah, o- yeah. Oklahoma. Texas, yep, and then oh, yeah, SMU. Oklahoma, SMU. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number six, Cade. McNamara for Iowa. And again, Iowa, good for you. I, I think Cade McNamara is going to be good. I don't love who his offensive coordinator is, but I think Cade McNamara, I think he is a very good addition. Uh, number seven, you've got Peyton Thorne of Michigan State. He needs a bounce back year. Oh, yeah. He was good two years ago. Not so much last year. Number eight, you've got Hudson Card, the former Texas quarterback for now the Purdue Boilermakers. Number nine, you've got Nebraska starting quarterback, Jeff Sims. <laughs> hey. And uh, to Athlon's credit, they do point out, and this is uh, Stephen Lassen, they do point out that, look, it, it, it could be Casey Thompson, but the fact that Casey is – not going to be available for spring. This gives Jeff Sims a chance to kind of get a leg up. 
um, on the, the competition and kind of talked about some of the things that you brought up there when it comes to Jeff Sims and maybe the, the question marks, and that is, you know, completion percentage, uh, overall effectiveness in the passing game, but also it does note that, you know, with the combination of Marcus Satterfield as a play caller, can that sort of bring Jeff Sims' game to another level? Uh, you know, if you look at his three years with the Yellow Jackets, he threw for 4,464 yards, 30 touchdowns, also ran for 1,152 yards. Those are the sexy numbers. But yeah, the completion percentage, the interceptions, all of those, it all matters. But this is where I would say, as much as I'm on Team Casey, this is where I'd also say, I like the experience of Casey. I like the fact that he knows and has at least some rapport with some of the receivers that are still in this roster. The Satterfield offense and what they want to do with the quarterback and how they want them to operate could sort of even it out for Jeff Sims because, again, Jeff Sims... He's more athletic. And he was identified by this coaching staff. Sure. That's something that we all have to keep in mind. Again, I'm not trying to say that I'm on Team Sims. I'm, I'm, you can call me Flipper now and all of a sudden I'm flipping. <laughs> but I would say there is a reason to believe why people do kind of consider Jeff Sims as a guy who could very well be the starting quarterback just based on how he was brought here to begin with. Here's where my problem comes in with these rankings. Hudson Card, who's Hudson. transferred to Purdue, is number eight on this list. Mm-hmm. Do you remember where Hudson Card played before? Texas. He was at Texas. You know who he lost his starting job to at Texas? Uh, yours. Uh, Casey Thompson. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're talking about – I thought you were talking about uh, just last year. No. When Casey was you at specify Texas – specify when he loses his job, I guess. When Casey was at Texas – Yeah. Hudson Card lost the starting spot to Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson's still playing now in the same league as Hudson Card. But, John, Casey's not starting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I know what you're saying. Look, a, lot, that, a look, lot of this is projecting. Hudson Card, when he started for Texas, mm-hmm. they looked awful. They were worse than when either Casey Thompson or Quinn Ewers was the starting quarterback. They were worse. Am well, I crazy here? Yeah, Hudson the, Card is the eighth you, best quarterback in the Big Ten right now. Ewers got Ewers got injured too. No, so I and I hear you. What I would say though, a lot of this is like, and I'm sure if we were talking to one Stephen Lassen, he would say the same thing. A lot of this is projecting, especially with new coaching staffs on how they're going to kind of mesh. I mean, I told you how they mentioned Jeff Sims with Marcus Satterfield. I think Graham Harrell. With Hudson Card is something that probably has the attention of people knowing that Graham Harrell is a pretty good OC. And, you know, now that you have this new coaching staff and Ryan Walters, you know, you could get a lot out of Hudson Card. I don't know. Are you are you saying Hudson is ranked too low? He's too high. Too high. Okay. He's he's way too high. And that's and that's why I bring up the Graham Harrell part of it. I, I think a lot of this is sort of projecting on how a player could potentially maximize their potential under either in a new system that they're they're leaving and going to a new system or under a new OC. And, yeah, Graham Harrell, I think, is highly regarded. Here, here's the thing. Casey Thompson's a better quarterback than Hudson Card. It's already been adjudicated. Like, we figured this out. 
And but it, and are, you're saying Jeff Sims is better than Casey Thompson, but he's worse than Hudson Card. The rankings don't make a lot of sense. To well, me. It, it, uh, again, the scenery can be everything. You know, system can be everything. Coaching can be everything. Like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm also, I'll play devil's advocate, and I'll definitely say that any type of list right now, it, as we were just talking about, uh, the way too, way too early rank. I'm not rankings. Uh, betting lines. A lot of that is trying to project on what you have coming back, what you know the competition looks like, uh, people that you project as starters based on their role the previous year. Well, you can throw all that out the window when it comes to new coaches, how they might look at a player and and evaluate a player compared to what the previous coaching staff at those other schools did. All of it's projecting. And I would almost say that the Hudson card bump has to do with experience but more than anything trying to pair him with an OC that I think a lot of people would feel in the Big Ten is is going to be a pretty decent one. I don't know. I hate the rankings. I hate them. I just like not talk- doing I, it. I just like talking about quarterback rankings in February because it's fun. Thank you, Athlon, for giving us that. I mean, it is football weather outside. It, it, well, uh, Let's follow I, what it is. I wouldn't want to be outside right now for that. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk some more. Nebraska football with our good friend Mike Schaefer, Husker 24-7 Sports, latest on Dylan Riola, and also that upcoming big March 25th date of the Junior Day and how impactful that could be to this coaching staff and the roster for years to come. All that next with Schaefer, 1620 Zone.